0: is takes episode 14 we are live from the wonderful old heritage tavern in lennox big shout out to them tucker and i are here but uh you know social distancing all that so i am joined as always by dylan and cam via uh, skype what's up guys pop is the heritage Heritage our first sponsor official sponsor the heritage exactly Hey, when the Heritage opens back up, I, I got a deal for you. When the Heritage opens back up and you come in and you call Wasted Takes and you and you mention Wasted Takes, actually, I'll wait till the end of the show to tell you what you get because I I don't I don't want I I need you guys listening. So <laughs> let's just uh, jump right into the show here. It's been a tough week for me, obviously. My hero, the man I've modeled my life after, um, the greatest man to ever walk to the face of the earth, Tom Brady, is no longer a New England Patriot. So uh, put me right on the uh, losers list right there. Um, and then I also want to call myself a loser for last week's, um, I, I was off my mind on painkillers. I had no idea what I was saying. I, I had to listen back to the episode to even know what I talked about. So I'm just (laughs) going to give me an L for, for not understanding the power of painkillers before a podcast. So, um, I'll just call myself a loser there. We got one more loser, and that's Cam. Uh, he wanted to put up a poll on Twitter about the uh, who is going to have the better offense, the Bengals or the Browns. Um, we all know where Tucker stands on that, but Cam, any any thoughts about uh, your taking that L there?
1: Well, here's the thing. I, I put that up for a reason, and it's for a future W rather than a current L. I knew I was going to take the L there. When you look on paper, yeah, I'm, I'm a big loser, but – as long as it's not going down in the points category, I'm just seeing this as a future L or a future W. That's why I put the pull up in the first place. I got maybe 30% oh, of the vote. Oh,
2: so maybe it's a less. long shot. What's that? It's like a long shot take because there's no yeah, harm in yeah, getting it wrong.
1: It's something that we're gonna look
0: back on in the future and you're gonna be like, wow, you really called that out early. All right, let's jump into our winners. So I will put myself on the winners list for Tom Brady leaving because I said it. Way back in episode two, I said, you know, his last home game against the Dolphins was the last home game of the regular season. Um, so I'm going to give myself the dub there to, just, just to make myself feel a little better. And then I also had Ways to Take of the Week. So that was huge. That was a huge dub. Now, to decide the winner of last week's Ways to Take of the Week, we never really – we said we were going to decide during the episode. I was too conked out to remember to do that, so we didn't. And it ended up that you guys tied in the poll. So what we're going to do right now is a live rock, paper, scissors match to decide the winner of last week's Wasted Take of the Week. Are you boys ready? Just one, right? Just one, right? Just one. Just one. one and go. All right. Three, two, one, go. Rock. Rock.
2: But wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we're, on t- we're on different. Someone, someone's got to say just it. Do it. You, oh, just do you just it. Just do it. So, so, oh, someone say rock, paper, scissors. Close
0: your eyes. Close your eyes. We'll decide Okay,
2: okay, close okay. You say rock, okay, paper, scissors. Somebody say it.
0: I'll say rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Fuck. Cam is the winner.
3: The dang it. Dang, dang
0: it. Let's going we'll
3: we'll to win. What is
0: that? score real quick.
2: I try, I tried to play double chess on you. I saw you went scissors. You're like, oh, he's gotta got to go. Gotta I go rock be to beat, beat the scissors. So <laughs> Damn okay. it!
0: So that leaves our point totals: I'm me with five, Cam with four, Don and Tucker tied with two.
2: That's ridiculous. So, Tucker, you
0: haven't won in a long time. You got to step up your game. You know, I have intellectual taste, and everyone keeps up with me. All right, so Tucker, you are also a winner. For the Browns, ball. Uh you Makes think the Browns, there wasn't way to stick of the week, but you think their offense is going to be really good. Absolutely. There's too many weapons on
3: that offense for it not to be good. They got a great new head coach and they're going to be fantastic this year. I'm calling it. I'm going to say. Ten and six minimum, wow. and they're going to make the playoffs. Bengals probably go four and twelve this year. I mean, you're falling hard for the trap again. The people, same. Falling hard for the trap.
2: People said you're that last year. I'm broken again, but
3: I'm I'm more into the trap this year than last year. All right,
0: um, done. I decided to put you on the winners list this week because that Titanic snipe you had was unbelievable. Hey, I mean, so we said thirty-five, and you just pulled it out of your app.
2: Well, what happened is, is you said like ninety-three or whatnot, and I said, I mean, I'm like Titanic's got to be up there, right? So I'll just say it. Why not? Turns out ninety whatever wasn't it. So I was like, oh, now I got a one in ninety nine chance if I say it again. I said it again. Better my odds, you know. Match. Exactly. I love it.
0: So I'll give you, I'll give you a win for that. And then Cam, you are a big winner here because last week Dylan and I both said Tampa had no shot of landing Tom. And listening back to it, it made me want to throw myself out of my car. It was it was bad and. I, and Dylan said too. There is. I'm not even considering Tampa, but you said Tampa has a shot, so we'll give you a win there. Yeah, is this a good time to bring up the forbidden topic? Not yet. No. Let, 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 let Let's hear from Cam. <laughs>
1: um, this might not make you feel any better, but you're you're probably you guys are probably the reason he went to Tampa. It's probably the Trey and Dylan
2: curse. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> if You said no. He said yes. So exactly that makes me feel very very he,
2: bad. He listens me to bad. me.
0: <laughs> All right. So, forbidden topic this week is Tom Brady. I don't want to talk about it. If you're talking about Tom Brady, you're drinking. Um, and, you know, I'm probably going to have to talk about him a little bit. So, I'm just going to drink my sorrow away. So, if you talk Tom Brady, you're drinking. Cam, you take a big swig. I, I talk to him. I'll take a big swig. So, uh, let's jump into the show. Ooh. Wasted takes. Tucker, why don't you lead off this week with wasted takes? I'd love to start off with the ways takes, And I want to say that I'm excited for the future of the New
3: England Patriots. That's how I want to say Because in one year, we are upgrading at the QB position (laughs) to Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is the next QB of the New England Patriots in 2021. And I cannot wait. Deshaun hates it in Texas. It's awful for him. He just lost his number one receiver. His coach is a big, dumb moron. He wants out. And where does he go? To the greatest coaching mind of all time to become – an all-time quarterback, Deshaun Watson
0: is a 2021 starting quarterback for the New England Patriots. I love this take. It uh, goes hand in hand with my take from last week that he's not going to want to stay in Texas, um, which I think is the case after they gutted that team and how bad of a coach Bill O'Brien is. Um, so here's my thoughts. I've actually, I actually thought about this earlier, the, earlier in the week. My thought was, if you go, if you do well this year, better than expected. I want them to lose every game. But if you do better than expected and you you end up with a mid-draft like draft pick then where you're not going to land Trevor Lawrence, then you have to go out and sign Deshaun Watson. And I think he would be great in New England. I think he's a really good quarterback, um, and I, I love this take. Cam? So I'm, I'm going to have to bring up my ways to take
1: after this. I'm going to have to be the next one to go, because I thought you were going to take mine for a second. You didn't. Uh, there was one or two ways you could have gone there, and I'm glad you went that way. I agree with you, Trey. If there's a hold on a sec. If there's a uh, if they end up going seven and nine, like I predicted earlier in this year, um, I think there's a good chance they trade. Um, but yeah, Sean on the paths, If if that happens, if if they tank like. I think they will, and I'll get into that.
0: I don't think that happens. All right, Dale, any thoughts on Watson and the Patriots?
2: I love it. I mean, I don't hate the Texans in terms of, uh, I don't know, watching them play. I, I root for them to win because they've just been brutally so bad and just never been able to figure it out. So I like Deshaun Watson. Um, I think it would be a good fit in New England.
0: Oh, you did you mention Tom Brady during your take? i think anyway, yeah. I think I did. Uh, uh, we're <laughs> upgrading at the Q B position in twenty twenty one. Alright. Uh Cam, so you want to go next, so jump right in. Yeah, so I thought about this a lot and I thought about
1: and I I I still have at this moment think the Patriots are gonna go um seven and nine like I predicted earlier. But I, I do think that with the signing of Brian Hoyer that it Initiates the tank for Trevor movement. Let's and go, let's go. I think that Bill is inadvertently doing it. He is going to start Brian Hoyer, or he's going to let Stidham play on as an unexperienced quarterback. And I think they're they're just not going to play well. Bill is not going to do what he did every single year to try to make them the best that they can. He's still going to coach. He's still going to act like he's trying to win games, but he's not going to put them in the position to win. And I think that the Sonny Brian Hoyer, Brian Hoyer, might be the starting quarterback for the Patriots this year. I think that they could end up winning very little games, and I think that they're uh, they're going to go after Trevor Lawrence because this is why. This is why. So Bill Belichick is not the kind of guy to just take in a quarterback from a team and build with some someone who's played for somebody else. He likes to he likes to groom people and make players his own, like he did with Brady. And so Oh I will. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this. I I think that his goal right now is to do it again. He wants to make another Brady. When I think of Trevor Lawrence, I think of Brady and I hate it and I think he's trying to do it again and just solidify himself as the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't think by getting someone like Deshaun Lawson from the Texans and then making, you know, a playoff run, proving that's just proving you're better than Bill O'Brien. I think he's going to try to start over for – I think he's probably got five, ten years left, in the tank. to be honest with you, but I think he's going to do the best he can with a new guy in the forward, Tank for Trevor. All right,
3: talk. now – there's something you said in there that really offended me. And that's that you said that Tom Brady, I mean, Bill Belichick did that inadvertently as if it was not on purpose. If you think anything Bill Belichick has done in his entire career hasn't been part of a master plan, Bill Belichick is on to 2024 right now, where we're sitting in 2020. Okay. He has this planned out. He has every scenario planned out. He knew that this was going to happen. He had a whole scenario Based on Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay, he's planned, he's ready, and we don't need Trevor Lawrence. I, if you're gonna go with the Tom Brady method, then just take someone from this year, take Jordan Love or a second-round guy, Jacob Easton, or something like that, and build him into the next Tom Brady. Really prove it. But otherwise, I want him to take Deshaun Watson. Yeah.
1: Um. All right. I think whether you misinterpreted or I misspoke, I. One hundred percent agree with you. I think Bill Belichick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's thinking towards the future. One hundred percent. I'm saying that that this year, him thinking, quote unquote is he's he's knows he's get fired. He's unfireable. I think that he signs Brian Hoyer and he keeps Stidham and he just plays a couple like subpar quarterbacks and they just have a bad season. And it, it and on the surface it feels like he's he's I, I don't know how to describe it, but I, I'm saying that his plan is for the future, that this year he's, he's not making moves.
0: I got a lot to address here. First of all, you're right. Bill Belichick does know what he's doing. And people are saying that Belichick, um, you know, he won't tank because he's too proud. I, 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 he absolutely will tank. He's the smartest coach in the history of football. If he knows that he can, if he can tank for one year, take one year – of taking an L and, and end up winning for the next five, yeah, he's going to do that. Second on Belichick is that I don't know if he has 10 years left in him. I think he definitely has five. His whole The whole only reason he's still coaching is to catch um, Don Shula, which means he has to win like 10 games a year for like six years to pass him. So he's got at least five, I think, left in him. Um, and then when it comes to uh, the quarterback situation, I don't hate Stidham. I haven't seen enough of him. He looked really good in the preseason, but he was playing against a bunch of scrubs. He had obviously one terrible pass uh, against the Jets. But um, I think if Stidham comes out and he loses like three games uh, of the first four, got to go to Hoyer and then just go for it's the complete tank,
3: tank. I am fall in fan. for Stidham, We're trying him out, seeing if he can be the guy. I'd love to see him be the guy. I wouldn't be shocked if not, he came in
0: and, and won uh, ten games. I would not be shocked. I would love it. I I think that, but I think the team in general is being set up for a tank. I mean, you got they they let everybody go. Everyone. You let the entire linebacking core go. You just let Steven Gostowski go today. Uh, you don't. You didn't sign any receivers, which is the biggest thing you need. You didn't sign any tight ends, which is probably actually the biggest thing you need. Robbie Anderson's still on the market. The only thing they did really to secure the future is they signed their team leader, uh, Devin McCourty, who's like the voice of the team now. And you saw and you tagged your. Most, uh, yeah, you're young, really talented lineman. So, I th- I think the tank is is on. I really think the tank is on here. Dylan, any thoughts?
2: Yeah. So one thing is that it's like when teams tank, it's exciting in that sometimes it adds an opportunity for a player, unknown, never seen before, the platform to show his skills and then they break out. So I'm kind of excited for a potential new guy that nobody's ever heard of that's going to come out and just be lights out, very good, don't know what position, doesn't matter. Um, but sometimes that happens. You see it all the time happen in baseball teams that are just complete trash for the whole year, and there's just one guy, some random dude who nobody's ever heard before, comes in and rakes. So there's a potential for that, which is exciting, because we haven't seen that for uh, New England football ever really in our lifetime because uh, we've always just been good. Uh, so that's kind of exciting. In terms of uh, Belichick, when when you say that he is um, definitely going to tank, I think that he might do the opposite because he might be the one to be like, everybody thinks I'm going to take, but no, I'm the best coach that ever lived. I'm going to bring this team back from literal scraps and and show something so there might be some sort of play in that as well in terms of just I don't know if he has the pride enough to tank like that I don't know
0: Uh, that's definitely motivation I I agree with you it's it's the, the both of for the both of them for Brady and Belichick it's um it's can I win without the other guy right um so Cam you said Pat's going seven and nine is that what you have for them this year going seven and nine so I do. I think this is this is the part where I meant inadvertently. I think seven and nine is not good enough to get
1: Trevor Lawrence. No, no, no. That's the thing. So I think they're going to tank for Trevor, but but, but not actively. So they're not going to try to lose. They're just not going to make move to win. Like you guys said, they haven't signed anybody. They haven't done anything yeah. to, make, to improve their team. So when I say that they're inadvertently tanking, it's that they're they're not being proactive. They're just being passive and letting things just happen. And I think they're going to go seven and nine still. I just think that's that's the Patriots. They're not going to go out on the field and actively try to lose. So they're going to win seven games, but they're
0: not going to be good enough. And that is probably the worst
1: case scenario for you guys.
0: I have, yeah. So I, I think the season's a failure if they win more than three games. I have them winning three, four games. That's what I have them going. Um, I just don't think that, that it's productive. I think Belichick's smart enough to take a year off. What you got for a record this year, Tucker?
3: I'm going to say I think I just don't think we're going to be as bad as everyone thinks. I'm thinking that the worst we're going to do is 6-10. I want them to be bad. I want
2: us to be bad, too. I just can't see it happening. Dylan, record prediction? You know, this is funny because we go back to when I was talking about the uh, um, Dolphins coach, the guy who was from the Pats who went coached Dolphins last Brian year. Brian Flores. Right. He... It was one of those situations where he came in and was like just good enough to bring the team back a little bit, but not like not bad enough to get a pick. So I just I just hope that doesn't happen. So, but I all think right.
0: all right. Let me let me jump in with my ways to take because it's also Patriots related, obviously. Um, mine is more to do with Patriots Nation. What are we going to do now that our savior has left us? I think. People have been saying, you know, oh, I'm happy for Brady. I'm going to root for him. I'm happy for Brady, too. He's finally getting the money he deserves. But Patriots fans should not be rooting for Tom Brady. And here's why. If if Tom Brady goes out and wins a Super Bowl for Tampa Bay within the next two years, think about it. For the rest of our lives, we're going to be looking at a couple things. We're going to be looking at highlight reels of Brady holding up a Tampa Bay Super Bowl trophy. People are going to remember him as a Patriot and a Buck. And people are going to say, oh, Belichick wasn't that great a coach because it was just all Tom Brady. That's three things I don't want to see and hear for the rest of my life. I am rooting for Brady to not do well in Tampa Bay. Will I root for him if, if it's a Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the Bucks? 100% we'll root for Tom Brady. I'll just have to do it. But I really, honestly, I hope they don't win any games. Like, I love him to death. He's my hero. I hope that team stinks. It's It'll be like the Joe Montana situation. Nobody remembers Joe Montana as a Chief. Nobody I don't want anybody to remember Tom Brady as a Buccaneer. I mean, I really don't. And and Adam Schefter was saying that the way he structured his deal, which is two years with no trade, no franchise, he's getting ready to sign with another team after the Bucks. So I, I I don't think that'll happen. I think he'll retire as a Buccaneer. But I don't. Patriots fans do not root for him. He's not a Patriot anymore. He he was it was great while he was here. Just we I don't want the pain of seeing Tom Brady as a Buccaneer for the rest of my life. I think in ten years, if he if he puts in a couple six, seven, eight win seasons there and and gets knocked out in the first round in one playoff, nobody will remember this. It'll just be Tom Brady the Patriot forever. And that's truly what I've always wanted. That's why I'm so sad that he's gone. I really want him to retire a Patriot. But so that's that's where I stand on it. I think if you're a Patriots fan, you shouldn't be rooting for him. Tucker, what do you think?
3: I'm all on board with this. I never it never even crossed my mind to root for him as a bumper. I honestly see this as a betrayal. Tom Brady betrayed Patriot Nation by leaving us. It wasn't, it's not for the better of him. I mean, we still had, we were still good enough. We were one piece away from being a title contender again. He wanted to prove that he was more than just the Patriots. He was more than just Bill Belichick. And you know what? I'm not okay with that. So Tom Brady, I hope you go 0-16 this year. I really, down to my heart, I do. I'm just not rooting for you at all. I wish the worst for you in Tampa Bay.
2: Here's a wasted take for you. This isn't actually my wasted take, but it could be. Like you said, Trey, I, already, I also saw that report by uh, Adam uh, Scheffner. Yeah, yeah. And I thought instantly, he goes to Tampa does a little something, a little magic down there. Realizes he's got some life left, and then comes back to New England because it definitely looks like he's shaping up to do a free agency again. Imagine There's that.
3: There's zero percent chance. Imagine I that. Him. I don't want him back.
0: Zero percent mm-hmm. chance he That's like, like allowing your cheating ex back. As long as no, Matt check is there, don't he'll want to be a Patriot again. I don't. You uh, never but, know, will, man. As a Patriot family, will you be rooting for, rooting for him this
2: year? Ah, if he does well, good for him. I don't really care.
0: All right. Cam, your thoughts. Uh, should you root for somebody that left your organization, in, e- even after all the success that Brady had?
1: So, yes, I, I think you should 100%. Um, the amount of, of – and you said it yourself in a previous episode, maybe three episodes ago, I will root for Brady no matter where he goes. They will be my second <laughs> favorite team after this, no matter what.
2: You did say that. And
1: that's almost an exact quote, actually. i on the loser's list. I don't care. My <laughs> mind has changed. Um, no, I, I think so. I mean, if, if Eli had gone, that's yeah, a little different story, but if Eli had gone to the Jaguars, like a lot of people were talking to, I would, I would become a second, second team Jaguars fan just because I appreciate everything he did for us. And I already like I already liked the Bucs. So, so I ask myself a lot. Is it, is it pa- the Patriots I hate? Or is it Tom Brady I hate? Who do I hate more? And it has become evident that the Patriots, I hate the Patriots way more than I ever hated Brady. So, I respect that. And and I yeah. So if the Patriots and the Bucks end up playing, I mean for me it's
0: it's it's go Brady. I don't I don't really care. Yeah. All right. Um. So take a big swig, everybody, because that was a lot of Brady. And uh, Dale, you jump in to your wasted take.
2: Um. I'll be honest with you. I didn't really uh survey the old. Twitter sphere or anything for a good take this week, but I did stumble upon something. Um, you know, a few weeks ago when we were in spring training baseball and we had Freddie Freeman uh, on the mic. Remember that?
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: And favorite player. Yeah, that was a just a really funny moment. This guy is hilarious, and I my way to take he's the funniest guy in baseball, and it's because today he came out the, the big stringy white guy the, So
1: you're not winning a point this week so go
2: ahead so, so, he, so here we go I'll set the scene for you you are struck in at home can't do anything you got no baseball season left for at least for now you got nothing to do you can't go hit BP what do you do you got a 3 year old kid you tell that kid to lob one over the plate in the backyard so you can just tee off on him all day. <laughs> and that's what Freddie Freeman did. And it was really funny. It was a good video. I think he's funny. I'm saying he's the funniest guy in baseball. Hate it? Like it? I don't care.
0: So I can't debate you on this topic because I can't think of any other funny players in oh. baseball necessarily. Oh, okay. Because there's not, there's not a lot of mic's would up. Uh, I guess it would be someone like Rizzo maybe is kind of funny. But I, I guess I agree with you. I mean, he's funny, and
2: it's weak. I mean, it's weak. Is, I'll agree. It's weak.
0: It is a banana. So, so I just want to commend you for this because
3: I went at you last week for going for the picks that just would get the easy votes. Everyone would go and So you went the opposite way this time, just picked a thing that you knew no one would vote for. And you know what? I want to commend you for that. Hey, if you, you
0: might get two votes. Okay. I might vote for you. You and your girlfriend <laughs> might get might be the only votes. Hey. I might vote for you just out of respect. <laughs> hey,
2: if, you, if you can't if you, if you can't come back with with somebody else, who how is he not the funniest? I don't know.
1: <laughs> My favorite player. Who? I've heard. Yeah, so, uh, Freddie Freeman, favorite player.
2: I'm telling you, he's funny. Braves,
1: best, favorite team now.
0: I convinced right, well, convinced everybody. I guess we can't really debate this too much. <laughs> I so can't wait for <laughs> We can just move yeah. on. I mean, know. that was bananas. But. Just boo. Um, I like it. No,
2: so. I'm standing by it.
0: So let's talk a little more, Brady. Just a, a tad more. Um, so my whole thought for the whole thing, I'm obviously just disappointed. Like I, I really thought he was there was a chance he was coming back. I said last week, 30% chance because all these teams that were rumored. We're going to sign him. We're signing other people. And um, so I said 30% and I knew it was coming. I mean, I tried to trick myself that it wasn't, but um, I was surprised at kind of a lack of a push from LA. I mean, they seemed like not interested in the slightest and all these teams, I think, I think all these teams uh, went away from him because he's not the long-term answer. He's a three year, four year max option for you. So, I, I, that's why I think the, the market wasn't there. And like I said, I'm ready for Studham to come in and just be absolutely amazing. Belichick's done it before. He did it with Garoppolo. Nobody knew him coming out of college. Um, so, you know, this guy had a year to learn under Brady and now it's, it's his team. I heard a quote from him that may not, might not be true, but I heard he said, this is my team now. And if he said that, if I'm choosing to believe that he said that because it got me so fired up, I started screaming his name. I, I love the guy. So I'm ready for Stidham to come in and be good. If he's not good, like I said, if they win more than two, three games, this season is a failure. They need to lose every single game. I'll still be watching him. I'll still be rooting for him. I'm going to be rooting for him to lose, though. I want Trevor Lawrence so bad, so bad. I've come all the way around on him. I think I, I slandered him a little bit. Uh when we were talking Natty, but I've come all the way around on him. Uh, Tucker, any thoughts to Brady's departure? Any more thoughts? I'm getting a lot of Patriots
3: fans back this day, but I was excited when Brady said he was going elsewhere. Here's the thing. Brady wasn't the long-term answer, and he wasn't even the short-term answer anymore. Tom Brady was done winning Super Bowls in 2018. That was his last Super Bowl, 2019, sorry. And I don't think there was a chance the Patriots were going to win another one with them. The Patriots need to move on for the opportunity to get another Super Bowl. Do you think so? so let's all let's, uh, talk about
0: this. How far do you think the Bucs can go next year? The Bucs can't make it past the first round. I think they could make it to the NFC Championship. I don't know if they'll win it, but I would not be surprised if they Brady's put gonna... up a stinker of a season. Brady's going to hate it there.
3: You want to know what the. Bucs' two biggest weaknesses are, their offensive off. line, and their defense. That's why I don't see them winning. Uh, backfield. Don't, don't, don't. They have enough team sorry, yes, they're DBs. They have a great defensive line. But they uh, They also I have a running back. No. Who even is their starting back? Aiden Barber? <sighs> Brady's never What He's never had a running back, I'll give you that. And I think he has a, one of the best, if not the best, receiving core in the NFL, especially when they add A, B to it.
1: Thought pretty good Tucker, I thought, I thought the uh, Patriots had a good running game. Yeah, <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> Where That's the take-go. Uh, Cam, what do you think the ceiling is for the Bucks this year? Um, I'm all over the map. I don't know what to think. I do think a couple things. One, I was all on Brady and the Chargers, and I was really trying to figure out. I was like, why Why did he not go there? I really don't get it. Like, it, it seemed like everything was working out. I'll tell you why. He doesn't play well against the Broncos, and he doesn't want to play Patty Mahomes. He doesn't want to play in the AFC against Patty Mahomes. He doesn't want to play the Broncos twice a year. I get it. Go to Tampa Bay, play Breeze, who's susceptible to losing. Play the Panthers, who have nothing going good for them. Play the Falcons, who you always dominated in the past. You want to go to the NFC South
0: instead of the AFC West? I get it. You want to go to? Th- so I I think there's there's merit to that, but I also think the biggest reason he chose Tampa Bay was. There was, I think, there was a definite more interest in Tampa Bay for him to go there, and I also think the whole the whole thing that happened with his house and like, does he want to be closer to New York because his wife and kid are going to be there? Um, it's a two-hour plane ride from New York to Tampa Bay, so I think the the East Coast thing was a huge part of it. I think his family, we all we all said that his family was going to be a big part of it. I think they were. I think that was a huge reason he decided to stay uh on the east coast um but but i still think the saints are winning that division i don't see them beating the saints uh with their lack of a run game their bad offensive line and their bad dbs i just don't see it i think the saints are going to win that division i think they could sneak in in a wild card spot though uh dill ceiling for the bucks this year what do you think about brady any any thoughts on it
2: um i think with the family whole situation how much you like the home body he had in in New England. I don't know if he's gonna love you know being away for a while. So I don't know. I don't think I only see him there for a couple of years. I don't see them doing particularly great. Maybe good, but not great. So Camp. maybe they make the playoffs.
1: Um. So here's another thing. I think the bugs are either gonna go eight and eight, like a lot of people are saying, and yeah. just kind of fall off. Not the of years. What I think going to make a run deep in the playoffs i think this is how it's going to go that's, that's kind of how i'm thinking too hey if they settle for even it's going to be because brady comes in there thinking that he is going to start running the show right off the bat and these wide receivers like mike evans chris godwin oj like they they just don't take it they're like all right relax we get a year to go but
2: <laughs> like we're i could see n- that
1: i could see that and then Byron Lefwich, same thing. Byron Lefwich is like 38 years old. He's younger than Brady. He's the OC. If he doesn't take that either, it's not going to go well. Crusarians and Byron Leftwich agree. Like, we're just giving Brady the offense and letting him take reins and everybody gets on board with that. That's when they're going to go far. That's when they're going to make a run.
2: They, I, so, I, I, <laughs> wait, I could see him coming in hot, like very hot. 4-0 and oh, and then just people figuring it out and them not being able to scheme well and then they're just going to lose.
0: I don't. So I don't think the 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 whole thing with the team, uh, not like letting him lead is gonna be a thing. I mean, I think they're gonna be all in with him. I think he's gonna walk in and just be the leader immediately. But um,
2: I think people, I don't, like think
0: people don't like him. People don't like him. What's up, Dell?
2: I don't think players like him.
0: I think, I they, think they do if they're on his team. What? I think right. they do if they're on his team. He, no, he had never had a teammate in New England be like, that Tom Brady guy was a dick. Like, that never happened. This is what's going to happen. These players have been playing for the Tampa
1: Bay Buccaneers for <laughs> they're their a whole. Terrible game. organization. That's why I think they're not going to be that good. I'm on the cusp. They are really on the cusp of just breaking through, and they've been that way a couple times in the past. They made the playoffs like a couple of years in the past 10 years, and they are waiting, and now they finally got this heaven-send savior that they think, whatever. Um, I think I'm going to have to change my playoff prediction after the draft. I think we're going to do another one. Yeah, we'll uh, do another one for sure. I'm going to have to probably put them in there, but AFC
0: staying the same for now. <laughs> um, <laughs> the worst AFC prediction of all time. Um, um, let me just ask this question. We can put this up on a poll. Who do you blame most for Brady's departure? Brady, Belichick, or Kraft? Me, I'm a Kraft guy. I think sure. Kraft... I think Kraft set this whole thing up with the whole Jimmy Garoppolo thing coming in to swoop and say that I'm glad he did it, but he took control away from bill. And then he also with this whole Antonio Brown thing, who was probably going to sign with the Buccaneers now, um, they took that whole, that that whole thing and this the pride and him refusing to give Brady uh, to tell, like to step in and take over for Belichick and say for, for the, for the good of the team or not, just say We'll give you this guaranteed deal, this guaranteed money to show that you've earned it here. You should retire Patriot. You're the most important player in league history. You deserve to retire with one team and have that legacy. Not so, because Bill, obviously, I don't think Bill's broken up about this at all. I think he's fine fine with it. But I think Kraft really messed up here because if he does go and be successful in Tampa Bay, then he's going to, then it's going to look like, Kraft messed up because he's going to be remembered as multi-patriot and a buck and that you can't have that with your most important franchise player. So I think I put it on Kraft. I'm really not pleased with the way he's run the team this last year. Um, and I, I don't know. It's just to me and this whole, this whole thing with the massage parlor and Brady trying to get at him, like Brady says he wasn't trying to do anything there. That's BS. Of course he was. Um, so I put, I, I put the blame on Kraft. Who you put the blame on here? I put the Blame.
3: If I have to call blame, I'll call blame. But I'll call on Belichick, and I'd like to say thank you to Bill Belichick <laughs> for moving on with the franchise, putting the franchise before the player first. Bill Belichick made a well, you for So you, you wouldn't blame Brady for walking away? No, I don't blame anyone for walking away. I'm excited that Brady walked away. He did what's best for the franchise. Bill Belichick knew that Brady wasn't best for the franchise anymore. They weren't winning Super Bowl with Brady. So why not have one bad season, maybe have one bad season, get a good draft pick, maybe get Trevor Lawrence, maybe get Deshaun Watson in a year. People still want to come to New England. Let's not forget.
0: Who do you blame the most, still for the
2: departure? I'm with you, Trey. It's, uh, things like these kind of stem from the top, I think. Um, and if, you know, craft has been kind of weird the past few years in terms of you know his moves, and I don't know. It just seemed, it seemed like it was going downhill from the start of last year. After, well, yeah, last year after the, after they won. So I don't know.
0: I'm who you. do you blame? Us, Brady, Belichick,
1: Kraft, Belichick, easy done. Kraft and Brady kiss. They kiss. They make it out together. Uh, Belichick is a realist. He thinks about the future. That we talked about earlier. Kraft just. Likes to look at Brady and watch him get changed to the locker room, and Brady just likes to be there while he watches. Uh,
0: <laughs> Brady, <laughs> so nobody blames Brady for not having any loyalty to his team. I mean, uh, it was uh, because Brady Martin, chose to leave, okay. but Brady made a Belichick made the
1: right. He could have stayed,
3: he could have stayed, yeah. But Belichick pushed him out, he got nudged.
1: Montana did it, Favre did it, Manning did it. Who else? Rivers just did
0: it, yeah. Rivers, yeah. But, all right, so we'll get off football for now. I mean, it's obviously the biggest news in my life concerning the Patriots. Over. Yeah, it's really sad, but I'll get over it, hopefully. I mean, I think they, they'll turn around within two years. Um, yeah, so big swings again, Brady, big swings. So, uh, other free agency stuff. You had a bunch of signings, but I want to talk about the guys who weren't signed. Cam, you specifically want to talk about the guys that weren't signed. We still got Cam Newton out there. We still got Jameis Winston out there who was just absolutely treated like garbage after being the best franchise quarterback that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have ever seen. You cannot deny that he's the best quarterback the Tampa Bay Bucks have ever had. Um, We still got the red rifle. We've still got the red rifle out there and we still got Joe Flacco up there. So here's what I think happens. I think Jameis is out of the league. I mean, he's, he's just not – I tried to convince myself so much that he'll be good, but he hasn't been picked up yet. I mean, I just think he's out of the league. Cam will find a spot. He'll be a starter somewhere. Dalton's going to probably be out of the league, and Flacco's probably going to be out of the league. So I got three of them out of the league. Uh, I I guess maybe Dalton could be a backup. Cam will start. Jameis uh, out. Dalton maybe back up. Flacco for sure out.
2: You forgot Uh, the most important one.
0: you were the one who wanted to bring this up, so I'll let you
1: get into it. All right. So I think that James Winston is 100% going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. He's going to start for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger's got a couple, couple of years left in him. No big deal. But he would fit in perfect there. He never got the opportunity. He was number one draft pick. He never got the opportunity to live behind a veteran. Sure, he had Ryan Fitzpatrick for four games, but... If he could go to Pittsburgh under Mike Tom, a perfect fit for this guy, by the way, Winston and Tom would be best friends. Winston Smith Schuster, best friends. He could learn behind Ben Roethlisberger, one maybe two years. Just had LASEX late latex. Lasex. Latex LASIK. lasik, LASIK eye surgery. LASIK eye surgery. Dude can see. Go up to Pittsburgh. Lower your ego a little bit. Slow down on the crab legs. He's going to be okay. Cam (laughs) Newton. Cam (laughs) Newton, I don't know where he's going to end up, and I don't think anyone in the league wants to take him, but I'll tell you what, the Dolphins should just stop worrying about Tua and grab Cam Newton while they can. Cam Newton in Miami is a season. Think about my uh, LeBron James when he went down there. That's what I think of. I think Cam Newton saying I'm taking my talents to South Beach, showing up to the interview after the game in his top hat and his crazy on um, best suit, bolo tie type deal, whatever he does, he's going to be rocking that in Miami. He's got a bunch of guys down there. Devonte Parker had a crazy end of the season. Preston Williams is going to have a breakout year next year. They're bringing in talent. They had one of the best free agencies so far. I think if he ends up there, they could be a powerhouse. Andy Dalton, and the red rocket. I don't have a single clue where he's going to end up. I think unfortunately for him, He's just going to be on the Bengals until they get Joe Burrow. Then they're either going to keep him as a backup. Or they're going to cut him. Some random teams are going to take him to free agency. Lastly, like Joe Flacco, I think either he like Jack. All right.
0: Um, I like I like Miami for a landing spot for Cam. I think that's perfect. I mean, I don't know why they're sticking by Fitzpatrick. I don't know what the plan is. I mean, Tua, I don't think Tua, like I said, I don't think he's it. But if, I mean, you may be, but he might just be, need a couple years or a couple games, even just like eight games to, to kind of get acclimated, get used to the practice, get used to the team. So if you bring in Cam Newton and he's hot and you're winning, just keep Tua on the sideline for a year. Bring Cam Newton in on a one-year deal. And if Cam's stinking it up and he gets hurt, great. Tua can come in. He's learned from a veteran. He's learned from an MVP. People forget Cam Newton had one insane year. Um, but... I, I like that spot. I like that spot a lot. Um, Dylan, any thoughts on any of these players?
2: No, I think you guys nailed most of everything on it. I will say one thing though. Um, I don't know if you know, but the Chiefs signed former St. Louis Battlehawks quarterback Jordan Taamu after a successful XFL season, which is exciting. <laughs>
0: Well, the biggest Please, XFL signing. The Chiefs. The biggest X was, was Preston Webb, right? Is that. No. No, what's his name? PJ Walker. PJ Walker, that one. PJ hey, Walker. Is, there a, is that even a person? My That's question a, is Is there a QB controversy in Carolina right
3: now? Yes. Yes. Because I think there is. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is a solution. No. Teddy Bridgewater was mediocre on the things. He, went he five, won five no. games. He won all the games, but like any of those games were like wow, Teddy Bridgewater is that guy? No. He threw for like 180 passing yards to those games. He was mediocre at best. PJ Walker is a star that never got to shine. And I believe in the NFL
0: he can absolutely kill it. I know where I got Preston Webb from. <laughs> he, was a, he was a captain on my football team when I was a sophomore. <laughs> some, of you, some of you,
1: Tucker, um, I think they probably brought in – so they just got rid of Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen just went to the Redskins. So I think oh. the Redskins are clearing up. I mean, they just have, at this point, Haskins, Kyle Allen, and then a broken Alex Smith. Um, but I think the Panthers – it's Teddy Bridgewater, and I think they brought in P.J. Walker to kind of like show that they're going to have some sort of competition for quarterback, and I think that's going to turn into a real thing. P.J. Walker is going to outshine Teddy Bridgewater in this little QB competition minicamp. I think P.J. Walker might, might just be the starting quarterback for the
3: Panthers. Uh, Tucker, any thoughts on any of the other guys you mentioned? Yeah, Jameis Winston, I think, is going to be the greatest XFL quarterback of all. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it. I would love it. For Tell you. me you wouldn't watch every game in the XFL if Jameis Winston
2: That got me be hucking it <laughs> so, so far. I
3: can't yeah, but in the XFL, you're not excited? No, he would be the best player in the XFL. Not even the best player, but the most entertaining player, regardless of if he's any good. Yeah, we
1: thought that about Johnny Manziel in the CFL. I went to one of his games. He had four picks in the first half.
0: Great, great. almost got jumped. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go into some quarantine pastimes. Obviously, this past week and a half, we've been stuck in quarantine. Tucker and I breaking it a little bit here, being with each other. But you know, we're cousins. That that, that I don't think you can pass between can family pass members. It. I'm pretty sure Fauci said that. Um, but um, so. Marvel 1. I watched it. Oh my god. It's amazing. It's I love it. It's the best thing I've ever seen. We had six people
3: here screaming at the TV about Marvel 1. Everyone had their own marbles. I have a breaking announcement. I have decided I don't want to be a front in Marvel 1. So I've jumped off the Savage Speeders. And I'm now a Thunderbolt. You are a real Thunderbolt now. I was a I was a savage. I, in the ho-ho I was both teams, I admit. I was two teams,
0: but I've gone all in on the Thunderbolts at this point. So my team is Team Galaxy, just because purely I watched the first race and I was like whoever wins this? this is my team. Galactic. Galactic. Galaxy Galaxy Galactic, same thing. Um, um Riders on the team. What? He's yeah, one of the
3: Galactic is one of the two marbles on Team Galactic.
0: Galactic. Oh, okay, Team Galactic is my team. galaxy is my favorite racer because i watched first race i was like whoever wins this thing that's my guy that's my guy and i won it and so so i'm well i didn't know if they were going to be good going on i mean so i i'm I'm team and i also like the marbles i mean they're they're pretty looking they're like they're like starry (laughs) it's starry night sky i think it's pretty so i'm team galactic i i'm all in on barbie the one i i love it i love it i
2: look forward to it every week (laughs)
0: <laughs> Tucker had literally your father, your brother, your girlfriend, your, your friends just in this bar which is empty, watching Marble's going around a racetrack. So
2: uh, any more thoughts on Marvel One Bill? Yes, lots. So like I said in, <laughs> like I said last week, I'm team snowballs, or whatever the heck it is, and they won this week. Also huge win for me. And uh, I've been watching it again since the first episode or first race six weeks ago. And I've been the team, the white marble team again, because it's the only one I can pick out of the crowd because I can't see the colors of any of the other ones.
3: <laughs> so,
2: so I picked the one that really stands out <laughs> and they won. So I'm I'm stoked. I should have put money on it, do the Titanic pick, the marbles, everything. I, I told you something bad's either going to happen or I need to buy a lotto ticket and win.
0: Um, Cam, your thoughts on Marvel one. Um, so last
1: week I, I watched a very snippet, like a 32nd Twitter video on one of them. And the name Savage Speeders popped out to me, decided, told you guys on live air. That was my team. It was the next day that I decided I actually was going to sit down and watch all of them. Savage Speeders are first in points right now. Um, they got Speedy. They got Rapidly. Personally, I'm a Rapidly <laughs> fan. He's a little bit more consistent. I love this. Um, um, but they're both they're both playing. They're they're rolling really good uh, marbles right now. And I think that you know going forward, after six weeks, they're up by about I want to say five six points in the in the standings right now. Um, we got some competition behind us. We got the Haiti uh, and Smoggy. On team team uh, what is that? Haz- Hazers or
2: the Hazers, yeah. Oh,
1: the uh, the Hazers, yeah. Okay. Hazers, so so they're tough. They always they're, they're always a bunch tough. of bullies. Um, but but it's no big deal. I, I think Savage Speeders are going to take it this year, and um, I'm just you know I'm, I'm praying for them. I'm I'm going to put some money on it next week. I uh, can't wait for Sunday.
2: There's, gotta there's a got money to be this guy
1: Marble Racing dessert.
0: There, there's a Nobel. It's like like he needs to, to put more races it take, I mean, I, mean I, I like the quality the it's quality over quantity The, I mean, the tracks definitely don't take 10, minute, ten minutes to set off no, how I knew I was hooked before the race even kicked off the first race <laughs> when he set off dominoes then they were looking like fireworks at a, a sporting event light up dominoes just falling over each other just getting me amped up for the race I was like this guy is a legend
1: the stands, the audience is insane. Did you see the one where he he acted like they were getting in a fight and he mixed yeah. marbles from the <laughs> into the one and they started throwing paper? I was freaking out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this guy deserves
0: a Nobel Peace Prize. The, so,
2: the editing on, on the, on the, the one. editing on the videos with just the laps and the the times. I don't know how he does it. It's unbelievable.
0: <laughs> He's. I hope he's pulling in some decent YouTube money from this because he deserves every cent. Seven
2: seven hundred thousand um, followers. or subscribers yeah. or whatever. So we'll, we'll
0: keep we'll keep you updated on Marvel One as the season races on. Um, we're all in. This is a Marvel Marvel One podcast now. Sports are dead. I need we're to buy merch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Um, I wonder if we could get him on. Oh, so, Yeah. I
2: yeah. think we could
0: i be all in I bet mind. his interview demands aren't high. We could probably get him on. So yeah, we'll, we'll look, look into it, that. If we, if we could work
2: into getting gel on, I would. Do that. I don't know if it's <laughs> gel or jelly.
0: But I, I yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll look into that. But um, all right. So other quarantine pastimes: books, movies, books. Cam, you reading a book right now? What are you reading? I'm
1: reading a book, and that's how you know we're quarantined. <laughs> <laughs> Since I read Swindle in seventh grade and I don't think I read a book since then but I read 160 pages of this book today I'm reading uh The Couple Next Door by Sherry LaPena and
2: it's pretty intriguing
1: it's um it's a New York Times bestseller
3: so (laughs) i want to get out of the way this whole new york times bestseller bullshit because i feel like every book in the yeah i was just gonna say every book ever has been a new york times so set the scene cam what's this about so basically
1: they start off and they're at a dinner party right and it's this couple ann and marco and they're at this their neighbor's house their their houses are connected it's an apartment next to an apartment connected (laughs) And uh, it's Cynthia and Graham's house. Another couple. They're at their house for dinner.
2: There's too They're, many uh, names.
1: Drinking, drinking some wine, and uh, she gets a little bit too drunk and does. Uh, and so they also have their their newborn child at home. So they left their child on the other side of the apartment, which doesn't seem like a huge deal. They're checking on it every thirty minutes. They got a baby monitor running, but when they go back at one a.m.
0: Child's gone.
2: Oh, no. Sounds right. like very irresponsible right. parenting.
0: <laughs> so no spoiler review right there. I'm not surprised it's a, right I mean, a bestseller. It so obviously, you got through 160 pages. So
1: I did. It's a, it's a good book. Um, I'm excited to see what happens next. Also, while, while I'm on here, I just want to go ahead and give a little quarantine ways to take. Uh, Twitter is saving a lot of people's lives. I 100% agree. Um, by being on Twitter and everyone que- tweeting about I'm in quarantine, this is what I'm doing during quarantine, quarantine day, whatever, it is making more people want to quarantine, want to create content while quarantining. <laughs> and I promise you that without Twitter and without this content, without TikTok and things like this, there would be hundreds of thousands more people on the street.
0: I am fully agree with you. Social media is booming right now um but i i so i want to I, I think instagram actually is a hellhole right now and i'll tell you why all these challenges going around stupid I oh hate them. yeah the push-up tick,
2: challenge TikTok.
0: tock that stupid selfie challenge all these girls saving the saving the world with all their selfies just another chance to show off how pretty they are i hate it i hate it it's so stupid and a
3: beautiful woman challenge yeah. ever is just a way for hot girls to flex at their hotel. It's every girl to just be like, Look at me, look at me.
0: Oh, I knew, I usually don't post selfies, but here I am. Like I'm a beautiful woman, woman empowerment, like I'm all for like whatever. Women's yeah, women are equal to men, all for it. But I'm just not for the the flexing, acting like it's some sort of social movement. I'm s i am Instagram is, is is hitting getting hit hard. It's the worst social media app in my opinion. Right now, there's a way to take for you. It goes Twitter. One TikTok, two TikTok is popping right now. TikTok is fire. Absolutely, I'm I'm gonna come up with some great TikTok ideas. I'm I'll be TikTok famous by the end of this quarantine. Um, my words. Who's getting more TikTok famous? You or Connor? No, your brother is putting out some quality content. Follow Connor McBean. Shout out Connor. Follow Connor McBean on TikTok. <laughs> He's putting out some content right now. But um, so I haven't been being as studious on during my quarantine. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching movies, and I've been watching Netflix. And I want to tell you guys about a Netflix documentary. None of you have seen it yet. It's called Tiger King. The world's talking about it. I'm sure a bunch of our listeners have already watched it. It is the most insane thing I've ever seen. It is about—I'll set the scene for you. It's about a gay cowboy, uh, gun-toting tiger owner. This man is from Oklahoma. He ran for governor of Oklahoma. He didn't win. He did not win. He came in third in Oklahoma. As a governor. This guy, his name is Joe Exotic. He's the most electric character you'll ever see. He's supposed to be the villain of the entire thing, but he turns out as the hero, by the way, you, by the how just amazing he is. He's just, no, 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 trust me. There's, it's unbelievable. So the whole thing is about all these tiger people are in, like, organized crime. It's unbelievable the way they run their businesses. They're selling tigers illegally. There's one guy who went to jail for packing drugs into exotic animals and and sending them all, all over the place. There's this woman who, so the whole, the whole thing is based on this guy, Joe exotic gets accused of kill, of hiring a hitman to kill a woman who is a conservationist who is mad that he has tigers, but this woman's crazy too. She is accused of killing her husband 20 years ago for millions of dollars. She is, she wears only cat print clothes. She is the most insane human being ever. But this guy, Joe Exotic, he, he's a country music singer as well. He puts out country music. He's, he's a polygamist. He had multiple husbands at one time. It is the most bizarre. Like I, It was like a train wreck. Like, you can't look away. Even though it's, it's terrible, you can't look away. I highly recommend it. I want all of you guys to watch it and tell me what you think next week because it is the most electric thing. I ran through seven hours of this documentary today. I did not move from my couch for seven hours. So I was so hooked about this big cat trading Oklahoman. Gay, cowboy, just everything you can think of, he's done it. Are you sure? He's unbelievable.
2: Troy, are you sure? One of
0: his – what? What's up?
2: Are you sure you weren't hooked on those uh, prescription drugs you were talking about? You're just having some weird vision? I swear it
0: sounds like it, but this is the actual story of this man. It's unbelievable. He ran for president too. They talked about him on uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. They talked about him on Stephen Colbert. He's he's the most eccentric character you'll ever see this – is one of the best Netflix documentaries I've ever seen. And it's by the people who did the Firefest documentary. So, you know, it's good. So the fuck Jerry one or the other one, the one about with the guy blowing the guy for the water, that one. Yeah. It's a good one. So I highly, (laughs) highly recommend you guys check it out. It is unbelievable. It's a story. I, I could not see the twists and turns coming in this thing. Unbelievable. Every single person in it is a human piece of trash. So it's just the worst people you would ever see in your life. And it's just their story for 20 years about how there's this, cor- this, this battle going on between these tiger owners. So highly recommend it. Um, I want to get a recommendation from you guys. Cause you guys talked about cheer a few weeks ago. I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Cause people need stuff right now. Can, if you want to go into that.
1: So I had the opportunity to, I was, I was kind of coerced into it. So, my girlfriend was a junior in high school. She wanted to watch it. I That's said, flex. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna give in. Um, I'm, a, I am a cheer. I'm a cheer. I'm a cheer fan. Um, that show was awesome. The grind that they put in, you, you wouldn't believe it. Got uh, got and everyone was getting. Everyone hurt, every single practice, everyone's breaking arms, breaking ribs, breaking everything. Sherbs, my girl Sherbs. I, I wish they got to perform at, on that, but you know stuff happens. Um I was got weeks ago, I would have to my mind, but it's highly recommend. Uh talk to you a bit more.
3: I mean the documentary was nuts. Just it, it just showed how much of athletes these people are. And now, like, I see people post about how cheerleading is in a sport, and I get personally offended by it. I don't know why, but I am now personally offended by anyone that doesn't think that. Because these people go through the fucking ringer to do this. Like, people are getting injured left and right, worse than anything I've ever seen. I mean, these kids are just taking hits. And it's nuts. So what's, it, what's it all about? Just like, give me a quick It's following down. one cheer team. The, I don't remember the school, but it's a community college out in Texas. It's like Last Chance you for Last Chance you for cheerleading. And they're just nuts. And they win all the time. And they win every year. Don't want to spoil it for what happens this year um, for anyone that hasn't watched yet. But need to watch. Jerry is one of the greatest television characters of all time.
0: So we got cheer, we got Tiger King. Big uh, Cam, you wanted to bring on a very special guest for a Netflix rec- recommendation. Is she in the room? She is. Um, you guys can go ahead and talk. I'm going to have to retrieve her because she's on the right. phone. Jill, any, any recommendations for quarantine, Netflix, movies, anything? What are you doing in quarantine?
2: Yeah, so um, I've been playing a lot of video games, playing a lot of MLB The Show, but I was on Netflix the other night. A uh, big one. I saw number four on trending right now. It's called Outbreak. When a deadly virus spreads through a small town, very fitting in the times. It's a good flick.
0: <laughs> it, life imitates art. Yeah. Exactly. My, my sister and my mom have been raving about it. I watched like a brief like uh, summary video on it. It looks really good, and it's like super like accurate to what we're going on. Like it's about a disease that is started by a bat. Which yeah, is it's it's
2: eerie. Great. It's very eerie.
0: Yeah, so um, so we have a special guest on, our first guest ever. <laughs> Welcome to Waste Takes. No, and our so second Waste. guest, our
2: second guest. Hello. Our
0: second guest. It's so nice to I meet you. I don't know you. who we're. Yeah, who 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 thanks, thanks for coming on, Lindsay. Good to be here. You, you look stunning as always. Oh, um, thanks. give us your Netflix recommendation, please, because we're dying in quarantine. Oh,
3: you know my Netflix recommendation. Um, Cam says he doesn't like it. But I would say Stranger Things is Fire. a great one. Have you guys seen it?
0: I've seen every episode. I've also seen it. Isn't it great? It's fantastic.
3: I think it's fantastic. I don't know when the new season's coming out, but I'm super excited for it. And I binge-watched it in like a day. It's
1: great. We also just finished Love is Blood. We
3: did also finish I've love. heard a I lot of good
1: things. I haven't seen it. I Honestly, I don't
3: recommend it. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't good. It was bad. No? Yeah, I didn't get hooked.
0: Uh, uh, so, did you do all three seasons of Stranger Things?
1: I did, yes.
0: So, I've been watching them as they've been coming out, and it's it's really well done. It's a great show. It's really
3: good. And they're,
0: they're, 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 co- they're coming out with a fourth season, and it turns out a character that died, we thought died in the third season, isn't actually dead, which is oh, yeah,
3: yeah.
0: I won't tell you who, I'll just say a character that we thought was dead is actually not dead based on the trailer. But, I, know. Uh, I know the one. Yeah. Yeah, we we us actual Stranger Things fans no, but um. All right, Lindsay, thank you for coming on. Anything you want to plug? Instagram, Twitter, anything? Um, <laughs> you can follow me on my Instagram
3: at Lindsay Poliak.
0: All right. Wow. Give Lindsay a follow. She's she's a great gal. Thanks, Lindsay. A lot appreciate of, it. A Lot of new followers.
2: Um, mm-hmm. Maybe <laughs> one.
0: Yeah, you'll probably get big numbers. We're a huge uh, <laughs> podcast, so let's go into last week. We say I just wanted
3: to go over my quarantine
0: which has been fucking miserable
3: you've been working because i went from just doing nothing all day every day i was taking two classes in college working five to ten hours a week i'm now taking two classes online and working about 60 hours a week right now i'm at this bar from 9 a.m to at the earliest 9 p.m every single night it's hell on earth. I want it. I'm so jealous of all you people just quarantined in bed all day doing nothing, 24/7. Because that was my life. Let me just. I was it. quarantined for three months, not because of any virus, but just because that's how I prefer to live my life. And now I'm forced to be outside of the house all day, every day. I will say, bullshit. You do have your
0: PlayStation set up here on a big TV, which is awesome. Oh, it's incredible. It's yeah. the only benefit. It's so let me, five, we have since, all. since you're talking about the bar, let me finish my, what I started the episode with, which is a special promo for Wasted Takes. So if you come in when the Heritage opens back up and mention Wasted Takes to any of the bartenders, you will get a crisp high five. That's what you'll get. That's what you'll get. You'll get a nice high five and on the bartender. you'll be pumped. So <laughs> there you go. There's your special deal that you've been waiting for. But, um, all right. So let's talk about our movie from last week, which Dylan Snipe Titanic. Now, Titanic is a top 10 movie of all time for me. I love this movie. I love history. I studied Titanic when I was a kid, nonstop. I had like four books on it that I read over and over and over. Huge Titanic fan. Uh, I mean, I'm a huge Leo fan, as I talked about. Kate Winslet, vastly underrated actress. Um, She's beautiful. She's fantastic. Um, That scene with the painting taught me things about myself I never knew when I was a child. Um, (laughs) So... Let's just, uh, let's just go over it, really. I mean, I give it a, probably a, I'd say 10 out of 10. I was trying to think of a, of a reason to take off from it. Maybe maybe a nine for maybe some historical inaccuracies, but really it's not that inaccurate other than the fact that two characters never existed from what I've seen. I mean, James Cameron's a genius. Um, I love every minute of it. Um, I love the love story. You know, it seems real. It seems like they're really in love. Like when, when Leo won his Oscar and was like shouting out Kate Winslet and like Saying stuff like that, it made my heart flutter. Um, it's believable. It's the, the the characters in it. You know, I've I've done all the history, and there's like John Jacob Astors in it, and Thomas Andrews, and Bruce Dismay. These are all real people. And um, the sets are amazing. The special effects are amazing. The way they sunk that ship in a big water tank, it looks re- legit. I mean, top ten movie of all time for me, probably sitting maybe top five. I haven't really. I I know ten movies that I would really rate, but this one is one of my favorites all time. Cam, what's your thoughts on Titanic?
2: Oh, you are Cam, silent. You, Cam you are you're silent. silent.
0: You are muted.
1: My bad. I'm back. Sorry. Set <laughs> a horse in my throat. Things one. Trey's password is the year the Titanic sank. My Why bad. would you ever say that? <laughs>
2: Part of it, yeah, well, part of true, it. true, my Well, it's also because, I'll,
0: I'll, I'll preface that by saying 19 is my lucky number. I was born on the 19th, and 19 has been in my life for a long time, and 12 is, unfortunately, Tom Brady. So right. I think that. It also, oh, yeah. It, and it also, it so, and the Titanic, I'll tie into that. It's a whole thing, but, yeah. Go on, Kim. All right. So, fun fact about me. Love the Titanic. Saw it in theaters
1: as soon as it uh, rebooted. And um, I was in an eighth grade film. For Miss Gray's class, we had to create a film, and my film was the Titanic. And I wrote the script, and I casted the actors, and I said, this is what we're doing. It was the same it was the same time period of the new Titanic movie was coming out, and I played Rose because <laughs> natu- naturally that's what I, I saw myself. Breaking pre- down gender <laughs> barriers. That's what Wasted Takes all about. Love it. Bro- I broke it down. They loved it. Lennox Memorial loved it. Miss Gray played it on the big screen in the Duffin Theater. Do you, do you have access to that video? I can 100% get that video. <laughs> we need to
0: tweet that out. <laughs> we, we do. We need to tweet that
1: out. Miss Gray told me that that goes down. That every time I see her, she said, your Titanic video, I still, I still show every single one of my classes every single year. I have the disc. At the very end of it, I sang the entire lip sync, the entire. Um, I know, oh, yeah, my heart will go. Um, I didn't even mention that. Fire song. Fire song. Unreal. Fire. Oh. No, that's it. But Titanic, wouldn't give it a 10 out of 10. I think there's a lot. Of, it's it's a little long for me. I think they could have cut some parts out. I think maybe make it 20 minutes shorter, and it's a little bit better. I'm going to give it a 9.1. John,
3: your thoughts?
2: Yeah, uh, I knew it was a top 100 film, and it's definitely top 15, 20 to me. It's a great movie. Um,
0: you have a big Titanic uh, poster thing in your room, don't you? Oh, I used it's to like have a, I like used
2: a, I used to have that hollow book thing that yeah, you could like fit stuff into. I don't know where that went, but yeah, I did. Um, Transatlantic, I think it said on it. Um, no, great movie though. I I don't know. Uh, I didn't actually watch it, but this past week. Um, but I've seen it. I've seen it a few times. <laughs> well, what, what I will say is, it was really good for uh, back in the day. James Cameron was amazing, still is. Um, but when my mom, I remember my mom telling me, when she went to go see the movie in the theater, she was cold for the next three days, like shivering cold. And like, that's when you know a movie's good. It's got that effect on you. I've been,
1: actually, I've been to the Titanic Museum in I've Knoxville, been to several. I went to one in Orlando, Knoxville, Tennessee, and I did my hand in the temperature yeah. that it was.
0: I could have swam in it. Not that cold. <laughs> <time. laughs> Dude, the thing was, I did that too. I did. I went to one in Orlando. I went, I've been to two, actually, two in Orlando. That um, one of them you put your hand in water, one you put it on the iceberg, which was like eight degrees warmer. And both times, I was like, okay, this isn't that bad. But then I like was like, I'm gonna keep my hand in for as long as I can. And It got cold. It was pretty
2: cold. Well, the, the one thing I will say that annoys me about the movie is, like, he could he could definitely just have gotten up on that raft. I don't understand why he I mean, sat there. It's an endless yeah. debate. I, I it's unbelievable.
0: anti that debate. I think it ma- that it makes a gri-
2: it makes a better movie.
0: And the water displacement would have he would have poured he would either sunk the board or it would have slipped they would have both slipped off. Wet, so tried dripping
2: wet, He dripping
0: on. He couldn't get on. He tried. It. It's not like he didn't try.
2: Drip, so dripping wet. Leo is about at that age about a buck. 26. He would have been fine on that piece of wood. God,
0: he's handsome in that movie.
2: He's he's young Dying. and good looking.
0: Your thoughts on Titanic? I'm not gonna lie, I did
3: not do my homework, did not watch the movie. I remember bits and pieces of the Titanic. It was a great movie when I watched it. Um, it wasn't anything that cracked my top ten. No, I give it a solid
0: 8.4. Coming from the Rapunzel. Or the Tangled guy is the best Pixar movie. That doesn't that doesn't mean a lot. I don't think. That's That's fair point. So let's uh, generate our next movie. Um, Number twelve is what came up. Ironically, God hates me.
2: Oh wait, let me let me guess (laughs) it. Let me guess. (laughs)
0: Um, that would be Psycho by Alfred Hitchcock. Do we want to skip that one or do we want to do that one? Yeah. I'm down for that. Wait, I thought we were guessing. Uh, Oh, okay. Well, all right, we gotta redo it. Redo it, I guess. Yes. Alright, I'll redo it. Ready? Alright. Fifty. Guesses. Um,
2: Full metal jacket.
1: jacket. Alright, well, that's a good one, wait.
3: I'm gonna go with Django. Django. I really
2: don't think
3: Django's on the side. So I <laughs> think Django is you know what, I just thought about my favorite uh director, so I was like yeah, I have one of Uh Cam. Is it, is it like older or, or where is it's, it at? It's old. It's with. It's with. It was.
0: It's, it's like fucking Jaws. Forty plus years old. What'd you just say? Did you say it was Jaws? Because it's Jaws. <laughs> no 50 shot. <laughs> fifty That's... is Jaws, my favorite movie of all time. I should have wow. said Jaws, man. What is the generator that picked up fifty here? All right, I'll show it to you. What list are you look? I'm looking at the IMDb 100 Greatest Movies of All Time. IMDb is a pretty good source for that type of stuff.
2: I got a Jaws poster up in my room. I can't believe I actually didn't say that. Dang it. I a
3: smile (laughs) on Terry's face
0: and I could feel something that he loved. This is my favorite movie of all time, Jaws. So everybody's watching Jaws next week. We'll break it down. This is going to be another 10 out of 10 for me. 100%. I love this movie. Um, I don't know what list you're looking at, Cam. IMDB. I got the app. Well, this is online. I don't know. I'm going off my list. We've been going off my list. We're sticking with my list. Jaws is number fifty. Underrated. Very underrated. This is a top ten movie all time. Easy.
2: Um, <laughs> I don't know about that.
0: All right. So we're watching Jaws. So um, that's our show. Waste it takes episode fourteen. Fourteen is a lot. We've done a lot of episodes. But um, not getting any better. Check out our socials. Uh, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter. Tell us what we got wrong. Tell us what we got right. We will probably be back in this bar next weekend.
3: Absolutely. Um, don't want to come consider it.
0: How for But we will see you next week. And uh, thanks for getting wasted with us. Catch you later. Yeah.